0: now on air anchor morning audio date is 10.20.2022 current time is 05:31 a.m. eastern time here in upstate new york the southern tier of upstate new york and it's a thursday This is the Anchor Morning Audio. The Anchor Morning Audio, folks. Good morning on this Thursday morning. Rich Roberts at Fireman Rich here on Anchor.fm. I'm also at Fireman Rich over there on Twitter, my mainstay on all these fine social media networks. I'm on a lot of other things too. Just Google at Fireman Rich and you'll see where I'm at there. And uh, I do have the morning coffee here with the uh, teaspoon of unsweetened cocoa. Mm. Hmm. Oh, that tastes good. That's a hashtag positive start to the day. Hashtag PSTTD. We're getting our day started here on this Thursday. The Wannabe Friday, that's the day it is today the wannabe friday you know you get up and you're on a thursday and you're thinking oh my god i got one more day till the weekend so um, uh, i sort of dubbed it the wannabe friday but it is a thursday we are doing the audio audio is fun audio is social and uh i like doing the audio it's fun doing it and uh sort of brings me back to the roots of getting started doing all this broadcasting stuff I was on last night doing the football picks and uh, over there on twitch had fun doing that last night uh, despite some uh, <laughs> oh I don't know how to put it some uh, bumps in the road there I guess And uh, but cleanup on aisle 8 was done and we just moved on so uh, we are here this morning uh, doing the audio as far as that goes moving forward Uh, currently here in the southern tier of upstate New York uh, it's 39 degrees both the kitchen thermometer and the uh, weather station across the river there are saying 39 degrees Fahrenheit Uh, cloudy skies this morning will become partly cloudy this afternoon high of 51 degrees Fahrenheit winds out of the southwest at 10 to 20 miles per hour I'm not sure if I am getting old or not, but yesterday I had to put a, a windbreaker on to keep my body temperature warm. It was cold <laughs> yesterday morning, so I, um, I I don't know if it's the earliest I've ever put a coat on and stuff like that, but uh, uh, it was a little chilly yesterday. So uh, that, that windbreaker felt very comfortable uh, during the course of the day at the day job yesterday. Of course, we got to go in the day job today and uh let's see we got a high of 51 degrees fahrenheit and what did they say the winds out of the southwest by 10 at 10 to 20 miles per hour and uh so we'll see what happens with the temperature as we exit our uh, intro music there uh sun roses is going to rise this morning at 724 which is in about 30 40 50. 55 an hour and 55 minutes so we've got a little under two hours uh it's still dark out there i'm looking outside it's it's probably cloudy that's why it's really dark uh sun will be setting tonight uh uh at six eighteen p.m and i think at work we we're talking about the clocks being turned back here in the next couple weeks and uh and we're wondering are we still doing that they said last year they were going to get rid of that as far as not doing it. doesn't make any difference, but I don't know. I'm looking forward to the clocks turning back an hour because we get an extra hour's sleep on a Sunday morning as far as that goes. And uh, But it sucks to be on the, the overnight shift because you got to work an extra hour. So uh, uh, let's see. Our um, thought for the day comes from a gentleman that we've had here before, Robert uh, Baden Powell. He's uh uh, served in the British Army from 1876 to 1910, but he is the founding uh, father, uh, founder of the Scout movement for the uh, Boy Scouts, I believe, and his sister uh, Agnes uh, also created, uh, along with his help, the uh, the Girl Scouts, as far as that goes. And uh, I guess Elon Musk's uh, ex no it was uh jeff bezos ex-wife uh donated something like 80 million dollars to the girl scouts i heard on the news yesterday so the girl scouts are uh, still going strong i'm not sure about the boy scouts if they're they're, they're scattered they've had some uh, indiscretions there over the years just like the catholic church so um, um but uh the, the scouting program um i had friends i was never in I had friends that were in the scouts. I attended scout meetings. I never joined the scouts. I was in something called the Civil Air Patrol. It's the Auxiliary Air Force when I was a kid that uh, uh, as far as they do uh, local community things, uh, search and rescue as far as that goes, um, and as far as that goes. So um, it got me interested in uh, probably going into the United States Air Force because I almost went into Marine Corps uh, when I graduated high school. So uh, that would have changed things tremendously. Probably wouldn't have only stayed in for like uh, four years and then got out. But uh, I was very fortunate and blessed to have a, a 20-year career in the United States Air Force as a firefighter specialist. I was a firefighter. And um, uh, there was some rough times there, but uh, we got through it. And uh, um, I think my character of who I am today is uh, a direct result of that as far as going through that uh, gauntlet as you would say but our thought for today from Robert Baldwin Powell goes as follows his quote and our thought for today the, the most worthwhile thing to try to put happiness into other into the lives of others the most worthwhile thing is to try to put happiness into the lives of others be them family Friends, even strangers, as far as that goes, a simple good morning uh, really uh, brightens up a person's face. But nowadays, it's sort of hard because uh, uh, when you're walking around wherever you may be, everybody's got their face buried into a, a cell phone. <laughs> That's just the culture for the de- uh, that we're currently at and stuff like that. So. Uh, um, still remembering a, a, a time when there was no cell phones as far as that goes but uh, uh, it's a needed s- necessity that people do uh, business keeping contacts with family friends and stuff um, it's utilized more as a, um, uh, a device to get on the internet than a phone so why not call it instead of a um, a phone call it a uh, internet device of some sort so come up with a new name because uh, I think uh, the majority of times we use it as an internet device I know I do mine as soon as I get home the Wi-Fi turns on and I'm using it uh, as a go-between as far as instead of sitting here at the desktop it's pretty mobile and pretty um, uh, convenient so uh, the most worthwhile thing is to try to put happiness happiness into the lives of others Robert Baldwin Powell uh, and an individual that served in the British army for a number of years there Uh, and um, he served in Africa and India so during during when the uh, United Kingdom had their empire so to speak so uh, uh, let's see what else we got Um, we do have an interesting article this article i like bringing interesting articles articles to the uh, anchor morning audio that's uh, the crutch of uh, doing the broadcast is uh, presenting and reading uh, a particular news article of interest or uh, a story uh, that's of interest and it's on a positive side a positive note it's not the crap news that we hear and we bombarded with every day Uh, so and I've talked about this subject uh, quite a few times and that's uh, um, plastics plastics They're great, but when we discard them, they become nasty uh, enemies of the environment. But we have a breakthrough. Polyurethane bags and jugs can finally be uncycled to solve several problems at once. So what's this all about? Let's see. Notorious plastic bags and containers can finally be uncycled thanks to a new technique for recycling polyurethane bags and food package packaging into valuable starter materials for high value plastics and chemicals so it sounds like they're recycling them again but let's see polyurethane plastics are used to make plastic bags and we don't use them anymore here uh, in new york state they've uh, they got away from them if you want to get a Grocery bag of groceries. It's going to be uh, either in a a sack that you bring into the grocery store or you're going to pay ten cents for a paper bag Uh, so polyurethane plastics are are used to make plastic bags shampoo bottles and many products that are extremely Difficult to recycle in fact only 14% of all polyurethane plastics are currently able to be recycled and then only for certain products such as garden furniture okay the hard hardening gardening for I wonder if you can recycle the gardening furniture once it gets old Uh, they make up about one third of the entire plastic uh, market worldwide all manufacturing using massive amounts of fossil fuel but uh, this may be changing thanks to uh, scientists at the University of California Berkeley in uh, the Lawrence Berkeley National Laboratory so uh, I drink a little coffee here not only that the discovery will allow them to do it with um, a minimum of fossil fuels fossil fuels it's like uh, fuels of old (laughs) um you can't take the plastic bag and then make another plastic bag out of it with the same property says john hartwig of university university california berkeley chair in uh, organic chemistry but if you can take that polymer bag back to its uh what's this Mo- moms what's that word mean let me p- figure out let me check that out on the Google Momeras what's Mo momer- mommores mores the definition is uh, a molecule that can be bonded to another identical molecule to form polymer so it's it's taking it before it becomes a uh, uh, a polymer as far as that goes so, uh, if, but if you could take the polymer bag back to its probably its beginnings break it down into smaller pieces and repolymerize it then instead of pulling more carbon out of the ground uh, you you use that as your carbon source to make other things for example polymer polymerlane is held together uh, by usually unreactive carbon carbon bonds that are very hard to break. In the breakthrough experiment, Hartwig and his team discovered samples of HDPT, high density polyurethane, th- the plastic used to uh, using con- container tops, milk jugs, and shampoo bottles. Now that's the part when we're recycling plastic, I know I have to throw that out in the trash because you can't throw that in a recycle bin, but the bottle itself or the milk jug, you can. So in this case, that this process takes those caps, they can be reprocessed. Okay, I get it. Um, but uh, you take all these milk jugs and shampoo bottles with uh, ethylene gas and a catalyst in a solvent in a pressurized vessel. This could these conditions the researchers predict would force hydrogen from some of the monomer, monomer units. Such hydrogen loss they reason would in turn enable a series of reactions between the dehydration polymer and ethylene in a vessel presence of additional catalysts to produce polymerase so it's it's a mouthful right there Um, let's see this this chemist Hedwick stated I was pretty shocked that it worked so well Um, so maybe scale it up and uh, we can uh, um, save those uh, hard plastic bottle caps (laughs) as far as that goes to the researcher's surprise, even though hydrogen was removed from just 1.9% of the mon- monomere units, 87% of the carbon atoms in the HDPE polymer chain reaction reacted with uh, ethylene and became polymer in a mere 18 hours. This means that every other monomere in a chain of 1,000 monomere units turned into a polylene gas. In other words, there was no polymer left. The terms report, the team reports in the Journal of Science that this form of uncycling could produce high-value products, meet the high demand of poly, polyline, give wasteful products a new purpose, and reduce the use of fossil fuels. Um, Hartwick said that although the technique is not yet ready for deployment at an industrial scale uh, so this is still on a low in the laboratory scale they're finding support by the U.S. Department of Energy um, have important implications for recycling polyurethane plastics into industrial lubricants and jet fuels too so refi- recycling the plastics and the fuels okay in further experiments um, Hedwick's team uh, plan to improve the techniques techniques commercially uh, viable with recyclable catalysts. They would also like to use this work to lay the groundwork for the design of new types of chemical recyclable plastics because not all plastics are recyclable. There's a um, from what the missus has told me there's a number in the back and there's a certain number if it has that number you can recycle it but uh, um, I do know that you know when I take uh, the cap off my plastic container of peanuts um, uh, when the peanuts are gone I rinse out the, the the plastic container but the cap I have to throw away that's not a recyclable item so um um I know these plastic bags they were a pain in the butt uh, as far as they were all over the place um, it seems and now you don't see them at all here in New York State because they uh, discontinued um, well they made a law that the uh, stores can no longer use those as far as because of the uh, pollution factor as far as that goes so are they really missed not really there there's some stores I think we, we still get we still have some of them uh, we get them, we save them, and we use them for, uh, um, we put them in a, a basket to where we put the li- the, the, the spent kiddo litter in and uh, dispose of it. So um, uh, we live on the New York State, Pennsylvania border, so when we go to the store across in Pennsylvania, they still use the plastic bags, so we still have them, um, but we, we use them for additional purposes as far as that goes. Um, but to be able to recycle them that would be really, really great as far as, or uncycle them. Uncycle them to be repurposed so you have to break them back down. So recycling, I guess it's you recycle it to do something else. But this is uncycling it to make it a different material. It's not the same material. Or if you recycle paper, it becomes paper again. This, I guess what they mean by uncycle, they break it back down to its original form. And then they lose a little bit of it, but with what they have left, they can make a new, better product of plastic. If that makes any sense (laughs) okay Uh, so that's an interesting article it uh, may not be to everybody's uh, taste there but uh, I found it interesting because it gives you a little bit more insight on the what they're trying to do to solve uh, uh, the the pollution aspect and we do still have quite a bit of pollution that we need to be aware of as far as that goes Uh, this day in history let's check that out the good uh, Good uh, history day here for this October twentieth, two thousand twenty. Let's see, Yugoslavia cities. Well, Yugoslavia is no more. They're uh, broke, Yugoslavia is broken up. I had an opportunity to drive down the coast of Yugoslavia, but Yugoslavia cities, the cities over there in the former country of Yugoslavia, which is now broke up to several countries. Um, Belgrade and Dubrovnik were liberated in World War II, back in 1944. I've been to Dubrovnik. Dubrovnik is a gorgeous city. Um, driving down the coast and uh, coming up to Dubrovnik, you're up on the, um, you're a little bit higher, and you have to drive down to the, the city. But it's a castle-type city of uh, back in the Middle Ages. There, it's a gorgeous city that you, we park outside the main city, and you can walk around it um let's see on this day the john f kennedy library was opened in boston massachusetts back in 1979 and um, let's see the sydney opera house opened as a multi multi-venue performing arts center after the designer by after a design by danish architect joan Otzon won a competition in 1957 to create the iconic structure in Sydney Harbor in uh, Australia in 1973 and those are the clamshells on the side as far as it goes that was a Danish architect Uh, here's a big one back in 1955 the return of the king the third and final volume of the Lord of the Rings series authored by J.R.R. Tolkien was published and that's, uh, that, along with the other two books, are a great um, trilogy as far as that goes. Uh, 91 years ago today, leg- legendary baseball player Mickey Mantle was born in, Oc- in Oklahoma. He was a New York Yankee. He played an entire 18 years from 1951 to 1968. Almost had a chance to see him back in the 60s. Um, but... Um, my first ball game that I went and saw was against, was the Mets against the Padres, the San Diego Padres. But um, that was his career from 1951, 1968 for the New York Yankees. And despite many injuries, he, he hit a stellar 503, 536 career home runs with a point two ninety eight batting average, regarding as one of the greatest switch, switch hitters in baseball history. He led the league in the home runs, uh, home runs four times, and won seven World Series championships. He also had the highest uh, stolen base percentage in history at the time to win the triple car, uh, crown. Now, here's something: Mickey Mantle trading cards are extremely valuable among collectors especially the 1952 tops so no, I didn't have a 1952 tops I think I had a, a Mickey Mantle baseball card but then if you had a 1952 tops baseball card of Mickey Mantle one uh, was sold for 5.2 million dollars this year um, so there we have it Mickey Mantle happy birthday Mickey Mantle of course uh, last night the uh, The New York Yankees played the first game against uh, the Houston Astros, and uh, the Houston Astros won. Um, The Yankees lost four to two. uh, They only got two runs, and uh, they couldn't. uh, Of course, they played a game last night, uh, finishing out uh, a series against the. uh, um, Who did they play? Oh, the Cleveland uh, Guardians. uh so um uh let's see and 72 years ago tom petty was born in gainesville florida as an 11 year old he met elvis presley which sparked his love for rock and roll there's something as far as that goes um as a guitar player singer songwriter he was one of the best selling musical artists of all time i loved his uh, he's got some great tunes he's got some very good tunes uh, with 80 million records sold uh, worldwide, the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame was uh, uh, was a leader of Tom. The Rock and Roll Hall of Fa- F- Famer, so he was in the, uh, he is in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, was the leader of the Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers, but is also known as a co-founder of the 1980s supergroup with George Harrison, the Travelin' Wilberries. Yeah, they they that's a good group. Very good group. Um, Let's see. Also on this day in history, back in 1968, Dick Fosbury flopped to the Olympic high jump record. And I think that was down in, uh, where was that? Uh, I think that was Mexico. On October 20th, 1968, 21-year-old Oregon from Oregon, Dick Fosbury wins gold and sets an Olympic record when he high jumped seven feet four and a quarter inches at the Mexican City Games okay it was in Mexico it was the first American victory in the event since 1956 it was also the international debut of the front Fosbury unique jump and I remember being running track and field there's some high jumpers that used to uh, do that as far as that goes so um uh, And let's see, Uh, on this day in 1944, General MacArthur returns to to the Philippines after uh, advancing island by island across the Pacific Ocean. U.S. General Douglas MacArthur waded ashore onto the Philippines islands in Leyte, fulfilling his promise to return to the area he had been was forced to flee in 1942. The son of an American Civil War hero MacArthur served as uh, chief chief of, um, uh, was it chief of, um, well, oh, it just took me to a different page. Son of American, oh, chief of the U.S. military a- advisor to the Philippines before World War II, the day after Pearl Harbor was bombed, December 7th, 1941. Um, he was out there in the Philippines. So, uh, I shall return was his famous words, and uh, we already talked about the Sydney Opera House, and that's about it for the um, interesting uh, uh, day in history, as far as that goes. So, um, I, have, I think I got, we're, we're pushing up close to 27. Yeah, okay, we're getting towards the end of our uh, lot of time here, because I only allow Uh, About a 30-minute audio because that's about how much they you can upload to uh, Anchor uh, As far as that goes, I'm still using the iPad mini That's uh, first generation. That's very old but still valuable in use with the along with the boss jock app and um, uh, It's fun to use it and uh, um, I'm using the uh, the cad u37 microphone instead of my Marantz uh, the cad u37 and the iPad mini works quite well doing the audio and uh, I always strive to have good audio I could be live streaming on twitch or some other platform and it might if my video is a little wonky as long as the audio is good <laughs> that's the main thing though uh, you try and work out those bumps as far as the live stream and we will be live streaming tomorrow uh, for the morning uh, coffee broadcast over there on Twitch so uh, check that out tomorrow and uh, this weekend uh, I will be doing uh, continuing to do my rumble broadcast but the one Sunday is going to be done uh, uh, before I go into work I have to work Sunday so um, uh, I'm helping out a co-worker that needs some time off and uh, I get a little overtime which I don't really get too much of late which uh, my days are numbered because I'll be retiring um, this April or next April which is in about six months I'll be retiring and stuff and I'll be able to do a lot more of this as far as doing these audio as well as the online maybe travel around a little bit and do uh, uh, the uh, IRL in real life a little bit more than just from the computer desk and from my backyard as far as that goes. I guess I don't like doing that real quick because, you know, people get complacent when they see a camera, I guess. So uh, we'll see. But we're approaching the 29 minute mark. So we're going to go ahead and exit stage left here and get our day started and um, post this up over there on uh, Twitter at Fireman Rich where I told myself as a social media observer, social media enthusiast, in other words, I like playing on this thing called the internet. And one of those things is doing just what we're doing right now, the audio. And I appreciate very, very much your listens and uh, any comments that you may make. They're not being ignored, okay? I may overlook them, but I always find them, okay? That was part of the cleanup on aisle six last night or was it aisle seven doesn't mean it was a cleanup as at any rate and we're moving on because uh, it's all about having fun here on uh, the anchor as well as all those other fine social media platforms all right folks you all have a great one wherever you may be on this big blue marble this is Rich Roberts wishing you well live life have fun ciao for now as always peace take care folks